Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Is this the first weekend that you could say is back to open visits? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's been known as prospect days. Is that is that kind of where we are right now? Yeah, I think they pretty much call them all prospect days. You used to call them junior days, but, I mean, with everything moving up so ahead, so far ahead, you want, you know, sophomores and freshmen to come too if you can get them there. So, uh yeah, it's, it's a prospect day. The dead period uh, ended on March 1st, so this is the first weekend that uh, they've been allowed to get prospects back on campus and, and um, got a, a host of guys. Um, you know, some of them are getting in today, obviously, and, um, you know, Jordan Dominic, the Georgia Tech transfer, uh, is in town. Uh, I think he tweeted something out that he's already seen a chicken farm and a <laughs> you know, cow farm, you know, which is that's how you that's how you want to do it. You, you get them in there and you get them to say, like, oh man, what am I doing? This is all farm. This is all country, and you get them in here on that, and then you get them into Fayetteville, and it's the uh, it's the undersell over deliver aspect of the visit that, that Fayetteville provides a lot of recruits. So um, he's here. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of guys to keep an eye on. Uh, a guy that I would say that I've got my eye on is Malachi Singleton. He's the quarterback out of. Kennesaw, Georgia, North Cobb High School, um, 24-7 sports ranks in the number 189 prospect in the country. He's actually just a composite three-star. 24-7 sports has him 189, and the composite has him 383. So I guess the other services aren't quite as high on him. I'm really high on him. He's 6'1", 220. He's just built, like, differently, like super stocky, uh, can really, really run, bullish. I think that he would be a good fit in this offense, you know, just – Looking at all the quarterbacks that they're after, you know, um, there's Avery Johnson, who's another guy who's visited here three times. Um, I, and I like him, too. I just – I really like – you know, he, the thing with Johnson I think that concerns me a little bit is just the level of competition that he plays against there in Kansas. Um, whereas Malachi Singleton, I know the kind of kids that he's going up against. I mean, he's going up against guys that are that are really good players in that area of Georgia. Um, but anyway, six one two twenty can really move, and I don't know that like he's going to be the guy in the class, the quarterback. But they're they're on some you know some really highly regarded ones. Um, you know, Singleton's right up there. Jackson Arnold probably is you know a couple of my favorites uh, that they're in on. Jackson Arnold's already committed to Oklahoma though, um, but um, I like this kid a lot. I think he could really be a good fit in this offense so coming all the way from georgia so we'll see what happens they got to be super they got to be super picky with this position because they didn't sign one last year but you know we're getting to the point where quarterbacks start jumping on you know so trey what do you think about uh jordan dominic do you think arkansas has got a legitimate shot there well, right now, no, because uh, the cows and chickens. But um, <laughs> let's wait till see, we see what happens when he uh, he gets to fame. But he's 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 made it a visit, you know, and you don't get a lot of visits, so this is one of them that he's able to take. And so I absolutely think that they have a shot at getting him. 
Uh, we'll just see how it plays out. But um, maybe. Well, maybe he likes cows and chickens. Yeah, well, they ought to tweet back maybe. at him, do you eat chicken? Where do you think it comes from? Have you ever heard of Tyson? Have you ever heard of George's? Yeah, that's right. They're pretty big companies in northwest Arkansas. Yep, they sure are. So, um, yeah, but, uh, I mean, he's from, I think he's from Georgia. He went to Georgia Tech, so I'm sure he's seen cows and chickens before in Georgia. But, uh, but anyway, um, we'll see how the visit goes. And uh, I, don't, I don't expect this to be a situation like we've seen with other uh, transfers where it's, you know, get them here, don't let them leave, you know, because the semester is about to start, but uh, this is the, his first visit, so I would assume he he probably takes some more. But um, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Big Keith in the house says, "Can you guys please explain to me why the sports at Arkansas don't work together when it comes to their sports? Like right now, both the baseball and softball teams are playing at home." at the same time with a 30-minute start time difference. Why not have start, uh, why not have one start like three hours later or earlier so the sports fans and students can go to both games and cheer them on? I mean, uh, can a 3 and a 6 p.m. start be bad? Well, at this time of year, you're not guaranteed. 6 o'clock games it might be 12 degrees. It might be. It might not be. But you're not guaranteed that kind of weather. That's why they play day games at this time of year. And if you're both going to play day games, you're going to play opposite each other. Now, the Razorback baseball team might wish that they'd have stopped the game after five innings because southeastern Louisiana just scored seven runs in the top of the sixth and leads Arkansas 7-1 to one with the Razorbacks coming about in the bottom of the sixth. So Connor Nolan shut them out for five innings, but the sixth inning was brutal. Mm. Yeah, you didn't well, think about the and, weather, did you, Big Keith? I didn't think about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, the the other part is you can't control, especially when you're you're looking. You had basketball earlier today, women. Yeah. That started at noon, so that yeah. didn't interfere with either softball uh, or otherwise baseball. But they could have also drawn a six o'clock start time which are a three o'clock start time. I mean, that's just, that's, that's how tournament play is. You just, you, you end up in a slot. And sometimes that slot is going to run into your spring sports because you've got football. I mean, you've got uh, softball and baseball going. And as you said, Rick, most times they're starting at three o'clock because you want to beat the weather as best as you can. So it's, it's difficult, Keith. I mean, we had we're we're shuffling right now between the point uh, between uh, 106.7 Buzz two and then the buzz and trying to make ULR basketball work. They won last night, and um, so that means they get another game. Well, uh, it could be a different time frame than what they played last night. So I don't envy Justin right now trying to make all the schedules mesh and blend um, when you've got this many sports, which is what Trey Biddy loves, all these sports colliding at one time. But from a broadcast standpoint, it uh, it's a little hairy right now. All right, let's check in with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, uh, 
Trey, we was talking earlier, or I, I was listening to him earlier, and they was talking about how the guys don't, are not too worried about the Tennessee game and stuff like that. I haven't seen that in, in, in them and in football. Who said they're not worried about Tennessee? Yeah, well, somebody did on a radio earlier. show. That's oh. you know, you can throw that out the window. And again, yeah. not to yeah, not to offend I mean, the person that said it, but Arkansas definitely wants to win this game. Yeah, yeah I mean, because I, I haven't seen of anything. The kids this year in 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 baseball, or well, baseball too, because they started off pretty rotten. <laughs> mm-hmm. But everyone on that's fighting for these games. Yeah, I mean, I ain't seen I ain't seen any of them give up. I mean, I don't know. What well, it's concerning if you want to beat Tennessee. <laughs> Do what? Well, it's concerning when you're when your ace, your number one guy, uh, Rick. If he was, if Connor Nolan was on the giving end of the majority of those seven runs, no, he was. That's a concern. He was, he was out. Pre- he was out pretty quick. He gave up one run. But he did leave two men on, and they brought Cole Ramage in, and he gave those two up. So, yeah, Cole Ramage didn't pitch too well today. Yeah, that's concerning. Yeah, that's baseball right there. I mean, you know, baseball, yeah. that, that usually happens when you change pitchers. Yes, that's true. But, well, and, you know, and I, back I, I to basketball. Any, I haven't seen any Jeez. kids give up, though, you know. I mean, I, I just wonder what Trey thought about that. I didn't see the football team give up in either game. I mean, I even I'm, when I'm they, sorry, they played Georgia. I, I'm like a child walking into the middle of a movie. Well, that's that's one person. On. That's one person's opinion. Well, that's all. One I don't person. know what you're yeah. talking about. A guy made a comment. I'll tell you what, what. What I'm saying is the the, the, the football team. Mm-hmm. They they played hard every game. I think even the Georgia game. They never gave up at one time. I didn't think. I, What's I, your opinion on that? I agree. All right, thank you, Jim. I, I, I right. guess I'm just confused. Like, what are we okay. talking about? Who, supposedly, is no, supposedly somebody made the comment on radio, and I don't know who it was or when it was, but we got a call on it earlier, that because Arkansas had already clinched a bye in the SEC tournament, uh, it, the game wasn't as important to them and that they were taking it lightly. And I don't know where in the world anybody would gather that opinion because you've still got an outside chance that, tying for first probably not but an outside chance and game there's mean the difference in a four seed a, and a, a two five or, four. or six seed yeah i mean it could, uh, in it could the sec tournament and yes it, that could move you into a four seed with a possibility to move up to a three if you win at tennessee and then yeah. win some conference tournament games so I, I don't know where that came from no it's a, it's absolutely an important game you want to win everyone you can it's going to improve your seating if you win and uh it's not like you need to rest up for the tournament because you don't play again until Friday. So you got plenty right. of time to rest up. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let's check in with Lee. Lee, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Well, no, not really. But, I, you know, my God, I got a flip phone and I got straight talk minutes and I burnt, you know, like 300 minutes. But that's fine. <laughs> I, all I want to talk about is what's our record – uh, we had three. I'm sorry. We had three losses in the basketball conference starting out. Correct. Yeah. Oh, and three. Correct. Yes. Okay. What are we now? Thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. No, I mean, what are we, what are we since in three losses? Oh, 
13 and 1. Yeah, 13 and 1. They just lost the Alabama game at that point. I I had to quit watching the live basketball. My wife told me just quit. Just quit watching. I can't I can't (laughs) put up with you. So so I'm You have a black and white TV? So you yeah, so you deserve uh, yeah, so I've if got you quit black and white TV with my aluminum foil. Okay. Feel cold. And I'm going down here in Mena. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah. a great country we're living in because I'm down here in Mena, Arkansas. Yeah. Originally from Russellville. Yeah. So I could I could pick y'all up in Russellville, but now I've got to get it on the internet. Okay. Mm. But my Wait a minute, you got is, internet? Yes, yes, out here, oh, and I'm sitting on my farm in a camper. <laughs> I mean, I think with, what we with, can all with. take away from this is that you should stop listening to your wife. <laughs> but, but no, what I'm saying right? is, I'm worried about baseball. My, my whole deal is baseball. I mean, that's okay. And I predicted two years ago when we won out away from the national championship. And last year, we were there, except one thing, guys, we ran out of Kevin Cox. I, I'm tired of hearing about how good our pitching is. And you look at the score right now, Rick. You just gave yeah. it out a while ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. you hit a pitcher, you hit a batter, you know, and you walk guys, you walk in, you know, bases loaded, you bring in another guy. Yeah. And the last two years, it's been that way. We bring in a guy and, you know, he walks in, hits guys, run, run, run. We ought to be really – these little teams, mid-majors or whatever, I understand there's talent across the country. I understand that. But we ought to have – it should be today's game should not be the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, I understand they're going to say Connor Nolan pitched a good game, but then all of a sudden, just like he did for the last two years, we have four good innings, and then the fifth inning kills us. And when our bats are not swinging – then we're in trouble. I mean, I mean, I understand our pitching coach is in the in the pros now. I, you know, I'm not I'm about firing nobody, but we need to look in to what's going on with the pitching last couple of years with the with the Razorbacks. I understand basketball. I'm not worried about basketball. I I watched ESPN, SEC Plus after the game, and I'm I'm more relaxed because I know the outcome. Is that not a great world we live in? <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the camper, some, no less. Uh, I would yeah, offer some advice. Grace. I'm watching a baseball game in my camper. <laughs> yeah, that's Thank to not Lee. stop watching Razorback baseball. Just like <laughs> you shouldn't right. have stopped watching Razorback basketball. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and think that uh, Dave Van Horn's going to get it figured out. Yeah, I think so too. But I'll bet he was steaming as he was watching the sixth inning and Razorback pitchers were hitting batters and walking batters. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody gets a hit, and they had they had some hits, but hit batters and walks will draw the ire of the Razorback coach. I don't even have that up on my um, on my screen, so I'm having to depend upon you today, Rick, to keep us up to date. But uh, I'm kind of like Lee at this point. I'm not sure I want to know now, uh, <laughs> unless there's a unless there's a miracle comeback by. Uh, Oh, I knew. I know something, Troy. I wanted to talk with you about, and that was you kind of touched on it the other day, but 
until you start looking at it closely, um, there is some surprising weight differentials. Uh, I haven't gone back and posted. Well, Danny does it. I guess that's Danny. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, I guess if I just did simple math, take 12 pounds away from 217 pounds, that would tell me somewhere around 202 that Luke, Lucas Coley is up 12 pounds to 6 to 217. And then you got a, a, a guy like Malik Hornsby up 7 pounds, up to 187. So that meant he started to 180, and I could go on. But, I mean, I... My first impression is this almost sounds like a couple of years ago when the big emphasis was to get everybody bigger. And, I mean, that included everybody, not just the offensive line or the defensive line. That was everybody. And it seemed, is this another bump, if you will, from what maybe two years ago when some of these kids maybe showed up like um, – well, let's see, who's been there long enough for that to, to really qualify in that regard? Well, Dominic Johnson, uh, but they keep slimming him down, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But um, or Ricky Strom, that's good. Ricky Stromberg would be a good one. He went up 8 pounds to 6'4", 318 pounds. So that meant he was 310. Now he's added 8 more pounds. I mean, are, are these the positive weight gains that you're looking for? I mean, I know Trey Knox need to put weight on. He's already put up 18 pounds on. Is he? Are yeah. Aaron Outland, Luke Jones has 13 put a lot pounds. What we, what we have to keep in mind, though, these aren't weights adjusted from January. These are weights from, you know, eight months ago. You know. Ah. Right. Way back before the start. These are like original roster weights, right before they started fall camp. And now. You know they've got new adjusted weights on there, so it's not like they've just like these last two months. They you know while they've been doing the winter conditioning cycle, you know they've had all these fluctuations. These are, you know, the better part of a year ago. That makes sense then. Yep. And again, you don't know. You know when you're trying to pack on muscle and stuff. There's you know different phases that you go through. You might be. Um, you know, trying to cut stuff up and drop body fat, or you might be trying to, you know, bulk up. In that case, you'd increase your calorie intake, and, you know, you're going to pack on some, some fat also when you when you do that. Uh, and you don't know what stage some of these guys are in, you know. I would assume a lot of them are trying to bulk up since they're about to get, you know, they're about to cut it up a little bit with, with spring, or excuse me, yeah, with spring football. But um, you don't know, you know. There's, there could be all kinds of things, but there are some others. You know, there's some, some guys that we know about. Like we know that Trey Knox was listed at 215 on the roster last year. You know, starting in August, um, we know that he got up to about 225 by the end of the season as they had moved him to tight end and wanted him to start bulking up. So, you know, he's at well, I think 233 now. So he's got, he's, you know, that's an accurate representation, I guess, that he's gained about eight pounds since the start of the, uh, of the winter conditioning cycle. I love the uh, size of Aaron Outley. He's up to yeah. 268, 6'4", 268. Yeah, he might and then be Luke a Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Luke Jones, Luke Jones added, added 17 to 327. Yeah, yeah he's, added, he's added the most, I think, out of everybody that was on there. He's uh, he certainly put on a lot of weight. And, you know, this is his last go-around, and there's 
an opening. It'll be interesting to see how they do things on the offensive line because, you know, Luke is a guy that's played for him a good bit. Um, you know, does he factor in at that guard spot? Do they look at moving Brady Latham to left tackle? Is Takias Crawford the answer at left tackle? Or is Takias Crawford the answer at right tackle? And they move Dalton Wagner over to the left side. You know, we, you know that one spot, you could see a lot of shuffling um, this spring and as they try to determine who is their left tackle. That could open some doors for a lot of different players. And a very talented walk-on from Dumas by the name of John Hill. He dropped 16 pounds, so he's gone the other direction, 6'5", 234. All right, Trey, have a great weekend. We'll Thank talk you.